The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I, I almost always lead off with a little thing, little bit about the weather, but I will tell you, in all of the years that I have lived in Athens, Alabama, I don't recall having a tornado warning and less than 24 hours later... I mean, it's snow, and I'm talking several inches. And um, I was, I, I think I've mentioned to you that I have, I spend an hour every Sunday night Zooming, being on a Zoom call with a young woman from New Zealand. She's part of a global Christian fellowship that our family belongs to. And it's really fun to be able to to be in contact with other people who love God and are grappling with life in in their circumstances. And for those of you, oh, you might be fussing and fuming about things that are going on in the United States, but I am telling you, if you were to be having to figure out how to live a joyful life in Australia or New Zealand right now, you would be challenged, even as a person of faith. So, this young woman is married. She's she is brilliant. Her husband is a brilliant scientist. They um, they're just fascinating people. Have children. They homeschool, and um, I love her accent. And we talk about everything from life and marriage and kids and education to weather and um, the 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 freedoms that have been taken from the New Zealanders and the Australians are, they're shocking. And I'm so proud of her for how she and her family are still finding ways to um, try and live as normal a life as you possibly can. Uh, regulations are a moving target. It, it, I'm not gonna spend you know, the whole first half of this um, program talking about the idiocy of this level of control. But it is, it's just something that, it's like a bad script from a bad movie. But what we got a chance to talk about last night, when it came to weather and snow, was life lessons that can come from the most unexpected kinds of places. And she loved this story, and I thought, well, you know what? If a Kiwi, that's a a dear and tender nickname for someone who is from New Zealand because New Zealand produces the lion's share of the Kiwis that we eat, if a Kiwi can get something out of this, then um, I'm hoping that my radio audience will as well. So this first portion is going to be talking about skiing. And you're going, what? And yes, I'm talking about snow skiing. Now, I grew up in Washington State, and I started snow skiing at the age of five. That was at my uncle's ranch. And the way that I got skiing, this was the sum total of the lesson. So so stick with me, because I think you're going to be able to figure out where this is going. The sum total of the lesson that um, came from my parents was, when you start going too fast, sit down. 
And my uncle had a 3,000-acre cattle ranch in eastern Washington, and there are mountains there. And he would pull us behind him on the caterpillar. We had rope toes up to the top of the field, which was huge. And we would go and go to the bottom, and you had to make sure that you stopped before you skied into the barbed wire. May I say, lesson number one, we were not always a culture that felt like they had to put their helmet on when they got out of bed. There were some risks that you took, and you had to learn how to manage yourself so that you didn't get hurt. Now, mind you, I'm not saying that helmets are a bad idea. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying that I think those of us that are north of 50 have a spot in our heart, a very fond one, for the days when you could sit on the back of the pickup truck with your legs dangling off the edge and just enjoy riding back there. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, that progressed to taking skiing lessons for several years. And if I may say this, and I have a, I have a life lesson purpose in saying so, I got really good at skiing. But I didn't know that I'd gotten really good. And I'll tell you what happened. I, when I was um, taking skiing lessons, we met at a place in West Seattle. And the school that I went to that was also in West Seattle was a bitter rival of West Seattle. And I got bullied on the ski bus. The cool kids came after me, and I was a hot mess. I understand bullying, and I understand how it can affect the way that you actually move. And so I, I would certainly make friends on the ski slope, and there were even friends that um, I made on the ski bus. But what I'm headed toward here is that the way that I reacted to being bullied instead of letting it make me stronger, for several years, I let it wound me. And it affected the way that I moved, and it affected the way that I skied. And so what happened was, once I got older, and I was still skiing, I still had no idea that I was a really good skier. And I never had any dreams of being a professional skier or anything like that. I don't feel like I had the what it takes to... I, I know Olympians as far as uh, skiing Olympians. I, I have some that are friends personally. And the, the discipline and the drive to be someone who is a competitive skier, I didn't have it. I just really, really loved skiing. Well, in the mid-80s, when I was in my 30s, I got a chance to go skiing with some friends, and um, there were two guys in this group, and they had both been professional ski instructors. And I thought, okay, um, could I'm, I'm going to go skiing. Could you just give me a couple of tips. I mean, I've been skiing since I was a kid, but I'm always looking to improve. And these, these guys, as I said, had been ski instructors. 
and one had one was from um, Washington State and one was from Montana and both states have really um, awesome ski resorts and have produced Olympians and and that kind of a thing so both of them had the same message I talked to them separately both of them had the same message and they basically said what are you talking about you ski just fine what do you mean now on the one hand anybody that is in a sport whether it's competitive or not they're always looking to improve but you need to understand that because what I had allowed to happen in my heart and in my emotions to shut me down and to disconnect me from a talent that God Almighty gave me, I had to have a wake-up call and really begin to take a hard look at what I had been believing about myself. So both of these guys that were ski instructors said, you're fine. I mean, you might want to think about doing this, tweak a little this, a little that, but you've got, you've got great skiing form. And then what finished me off was skiing with um, a young woman that I knew was really a good skier and being able to keep up with her and um, go where she went. That was my wake-up call. So when we get back, I'm going to tell you about part two of this story, and I'm going to apply it to maybe how you are looking at this new year and what you're wanting to do and what you're wanting to accomplish. So this is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in just a jiff. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. Hello again, this is Mark Witt out at Witt's Barbecue. I just want to remind you one more time that we've got a tradition going here in North Alabama that's never going to quit, doesn't seem like. We've been going since 1966 when my mom and dad started cooking in the backyard. I just don't want you to forget the tradition that's still going on with family members today. It doesn't matter whether you're in Athens or Decatur or up in Ardmore, Rogersville, Fayetteville, Tennessee, out at East Lawrence in Lawrence County. We're all over. And we want you to come by and enjoy that tradition just like you have for the last 40-something years. We want to make it 50 before very long. We hope we stay around that long. So come by Whist Barbecue. We still cook the old-fashioned way. We start a fire every morning. We begin with hickory coals that are shoveled by hand under the meat in the pit. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. It tastes great. I want you to drop by and taste the best barbecue in this country. Come by and see. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. 
Brothers Alton and Raymond Delmore of Elkmont, Alabama were early country music pioneers that had a profound impact on the history of country music. I'm Debbie Delmore, Alton's youngest child. My father and uncle's talented songwriting, intricate harmonies, and complex guitar rhythms influenced their contemporaries as well as generations of country and bluegrass stars. The Delmore Brothers began in the 1920s playing at local community events. By 1933, they became regulars on the Grand Ole Opry, quickly becoming one of the program's most popular acts. Over the course of their career, they wrote more than 1,000 songs, many of which were crossover hits. Few country music acts can rival their sophisticated chord arrangements and lovely melodies. The Delmore Brothers are members of the Nashville Songwriters, Alabama, and Country Music Halls of Fame. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And if you're just joining us, I want to say Happy New Year to you on this wonderfully beautiful sunny, snowy, just after a tornado day here in Athens, Alabama. And um, we will be having a guest uh, after Yellowhammer News at the bottom of the hour. And I'll tell you all about her in a little bit. But I want to continue on with um, a a segment that I, I guess I've sort of unofficially entitled Life Lessons from Skiing. Okay? So if you are just joining the top of the hour, we talked about starting skiing when I was a kid, getting bullied and how that affected me, and then beginning to take a look at what was really true. And here's what happened. When I went skiing with these friends, I'm now in my 30s, and uh, I mean, as far as serious skiing is concerned, it's like a lot of other sports, people feel like, yeah, you're over the hill, except that really and true skiers snow skiers um if if you can stay in shape you can ski until until you can't i mean my dad skied until he was almost in his 80s and um that was just you run into old timers so i guess now at 68 i'm an old timer it's been a while since i've been on on the slopes but here's what happened these friends gave me a different view of myself than I had had previously. They believed in me. They saw something in me. They saw that I could ski. I'm not taking any credit for that. It was a talent that God gave me. And then what ended up happening was, not too long after this, my marriage just completely blew up. And I went through a divorce, something I would not wish on anybody. And that was an incredibly wounding experience. And so as a young single mom for five months I was transferred from the Sheraton in Seattle Washington to the Sheraton in Steamboat Springs Colorado now Steamboat was originally a cowboy town and Steamboat interestingly enough has produced more Olympians out of that town than any other city in the United States of America and 
they've been different kinds you know it's mostly been ski oriented but they um, they take skiing so seriously in Steamboat Springs that the schools at least when my kids and I lived there the schools would get out at noon on Fridays to go skiing and there were actually there was a there were more than one ski area in the area but the the original one that was within the city limits you could go on your lunch hour and ski for two bucks and literally there would be guys that were in three-piece suits and they'd strap on their sticks and down they would go they and during their lunch hour and then go back go back to work so what happened when I went to steamboat with my kids for this short property to property transfer, I became what is known as a RASPY, R A S P Y. And what a RASPY stands for is Resort Area Service Personnel. That can apply to any type of resort. But we were Steamboat Raspies. And what they did for us was sponsor a racing clinic. It was in spring skiing, almost spring skiing, certainly warmer. And um, we got to train with, with people who raced. Now, I'd never done anything like that. But if I hadn't had this first breakthrough that came about as a result of having somebody believe in me before I believed in myself, I would not have been able to accomplish what I was able to do. And here I was. I was making $2.15 an hour. This is about 30 years ago. I had two little kids. Kids at Steamboat could, could ski for free, so that wasn't a problem. And I lived off the $2.15 and tips, and we skied our brains out. So I got lots and lots of practice, but when I took this this workshop, this racing workshop that lasted for a week, I really had no idea what to expect. I had gotten in touch with the fact that I could ski well, but being able to ski well and being able to race are two completely different things. So I did this clinic. I worked super hard. I learned how to set up and see gates and go for it and um, pull on through and tuck and do all the things that you do. And I got voted most improved in my um, whole group. And on top of that, I took a silver medal in a NASTAR solemn race. And what that is is... It's you're competing against yourself, but you're competing against statistics in terms of your age and and all that kind of thing. And I I I took a silver, which completely blew my mind. Well, here was the last part, and this is this is what I wanted to um, head you toward in terms of this new year and what you might be wanting to accomplish. Whatever you do, surround yourself, even if you can't completely control who is in your life and there can be some toxic people in your life but find people who believe in you and spend time with them so that that belief in who you truly are whom God Almighty made you to be 
gets deeper and deeper and you don't allow criticism that comes from toxic people and and toxic situations to wound you and to shut you down and to disconnect yourself from yourself and in certain regards from others and from your maker. So here's what happened. There's a guy by the name of Billy Kidd and he's got to be 150 years old now. I'm exaggerating. But Billy Kidd was the first American to win an Olympic medal for skiing. It was in 1964. It was in Innsbruck, Austria. And he took a silver in, in, um, as part of the men's um, U.S. Olympics team. We had sent people for years to the Olympics. But that uh, honor pretty much for decades had been owned by the Germans, the Swiss, the French, and the Italians. Anybody that had Alps and Sirius Mountains as part of their, you know, backyard, they were the ones who pretty much crushed it on the slopes. Well, Billy Kidd broke on through, won a silver, went on to ski professionally for several years, and he, he would always have a this very cool cowboy hat sometimes he even skied in <laughs> chaps not when he was competing but he was um this laid-back highly professional excellent excellent teacher and at steamboat springs colorado you could ski at noon every day with billy kidd and here is what i want to finish up with as a teacher i mean i i have taught school in two countries. I've taught everything from K to 12. I love to teach, and I love watching people use their teaching techniques, but I've never seen or experienced anything like I did when I skied with Billy Kidd. And what he could do was take a group of skiers all the way from people who were barely comfortable with snow plowing to people who had arrived at Steamboat Springs to take part in his racing clinic. He could take this whole crew that had a wide range of ability, give them one skill to work on, and have it change how they approached the problem that they had, that is, getting down the hill safely. And what that one skill was, was holding your arms out at a 90-degree angle and flicking your wrists when you went to plant your poles. And that skill applies to beginners all the way to Olympians. So I got this moment of time with him, told him that I had just taken a silver in a NASTAR slalom race. At the time, I was 37 years old. I'm now huh, 68 hard to believe. He watched me ski, and then he said, I could shave three seconds off of your time. And I don't think that the man was just saying that because you try and, uh, you know, it, it make the tourists feel good about themselves. That wasn't it. He said, you hang on to that time until you're 40, and you will have a permanent gold. And once again, my mind was blown by having somebody believe in me and having somebody whose opinion was something that meant something I mean this guy had been an Olympic skier and if he said that he could shave three seconds off of my time he was in essence making 
a commitment to me. His reputation was on the line. If I had had the opportunity to spend the $1,300 that it cost 30 years ago to ski with Billy Kidd every day and work hard as though I was training to be someone who wanted to make skiing and racing a career, if, I'd, if I had been able to take him up on that, he would have been duty-bound to be able to produce in me what he had promised. My job would have been to cooperate. His job would have been to pull out of me the skills that I had and combine them with his experience. So here's what I'm getting at. If there is something that is in you, and you know that it's in you, and you've been wounded or you've been bullied, or so to speak, the kids on the rival school bus shut you down and you got disconnected from who you are and what you can really do, then what I would like to propose in 2022 is this. Dust off that dream. Find people who believe in you. Find somebody who is competent in the area of that dream and get after it. Because I can tell you from experience, when you know the truth, the truth sets you free. And I can honestly say that that journey that centered around skiing changed my life. It changed it for the kingdom. It changed it for other things that I've had to dig deep to accomplish and didn't think that I could do. And I really think that at the end of the day, it made me a better person. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back after Yellowhammer News. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 on Highway 31 reminds you that the fall and holiday winter season's just upon us. Time to start thinking about your big holiday or tailgating event. Let Jiffy Number 2 help. No event is too big or too small. From a group of five to hundreds more, Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has it all. It starts with bigger choices of better ingredients and better food. Now you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays trays, desserts, and our famous in-house Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store Number 2 at 232-6339 and ask for Yogi and place your order in advance and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store Number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. 
Many parts of the Yellowhammer State experiencing winter weather. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. North Alabama is covered in snow. The storm system prompted winter storm warnings and advisories for a large portion of the Yellowhammer State. Travel issues have been reported in places like Coleman and Huntsville. Black ice is a main concern on bridges and roadways. Over the four-day holiday period since New Year's Eve, there have been 29,240 new cases of COVID-19 reported in the Yellowhammer State. Alabama is averaging 7,310 cases per day. There was one additional death reported over the weekend, making the total number of Alabamians who died last year 9,269. A line of severe storms, damaged homes, knocked out power, and downed trees in parts of the southern United States late Saturday into Sunday morning. Authorities closed roads in Hazel Green after power lines came down and homes suffered damage. The storms followed a system earlier Saturday, which brought tornadoes and flooding to parts of Kentucky and across the southeast. The college football national championship is set. Number one, Alabama beat number four, Cincinnati, 27-6 in the college football playoff semifinal at the Cotton Bowl to advance to the title game. Number three, Georgia beat number two, Michigan, 34-11 and will advance to face number one, Alabama, for the title. For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com I'm Scott Chambers you are listening to YHN News by now your daily routine is probably a little too routine don't you want to change don't you want to start playing by your own rules and escape the routine so your fantasy becomes reality where every night is an adventure where new flavors are ready to be tasted where it feels like you're a winner take a chance reward yourself make your routine anything but routine escape every day at Wincree Casino and WincreeCasino.com. Hi, it's Matt Wilson from the Living Life on Purpose podcast, inviting you to join us as we listen to inspired stories from guests who live a life of purpose. It's encouragement for our daily lives from those who have faced adversity, overcome struggle, and how faith has played a role. The Living Life on Purpose podcast, encouragement for a purpose-driven life. Living Life on Purpose podcast with Matt Wilson, available now on all major podcast platforms. Well, that cloud cover continues to thin out for your Monday morning. Still very cold. Our wind chill in the 20s, and we've got a strong wind out of the north between 5 and 15. The clearing continues into your afternoon. At least we get to see some sunshine. That's about the best thing we've got going for us. High temperature of 43 degrees. That wind will start to subside after sunset, though. Clear skies and chilly. 27 will be your morning low temperature on Tuesday. High of 53, mostly sunny skies on Tuesday. 37 degrees Tuesday night. 54 with increasing clouds on Wednesday. We've got cold rain coming in for Thursday, high of 44. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Meteorologist Eric Burke, and that's your forecast on WKAC. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. 
If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I am pleased to have with me today a new friend. And her name is Susan, that is Susan with a Z, Gamble. And she is um, someone who has recently started working at Herbs and More down on Jefferson. And she brings to her uh, place of business an absolute lifetime of adventures in nursing, in midwifery, in building health, in encouraging people. And um, it's just my joy to have you here. And Happy New Year to you, Miss Susan. Thank you very much, Miss Allie. You are welcome. So in a moment of shameless, free market, self-promotion, I want to let our listeners know that the edition of Athens Now that comes out on Friday, the first edition of 2022, is going to have a double front advertorial, double front cover advertorial, that is exclusively going to be dedicated to herbs and more. And we always do um, either a kind of a new year, new you theme, or if we do the last edition of December, we do a, a, a kind of a, a give the gift of health approach. So this year it's it's new year, new you. But there is so much more to that than this, just the usual lose weight, get in shape, you know, that kind of thing. It's really... Um, a whole whole health approach if you're going to make a change it has to be a whole health approach because if you don't change your brain and change your life and change everything else you'll just go back to doing what what you were doing before would you agree i totally agree well and if i may say this and i know that this <laughs> this will not offend my friend we both have gray hair <laughs> Hers is a touch grayer than mine, but mine's getting there. And we both have gray hair. So when you are looking at New Year, New You, and you are north of 50, your approach ends up being, all right, how can I just absolutely build my health so that I don't have to end up having my exercise be seen if I can drag a walker across the room. You know, it's different than when when I was young and, and skiing, when I talked about, um, and I still I still do love to ski, but w- what I talked about in the first half of the show was adventures in snow skiing. Okay, what I'm headed toward is this. Being healthy is in your mind, it's in your brain, it's in your body, it's in how you manage your emotions, it's how you manage stress. It's how you deal with fears. It's how you move. It's a whole lot of stuff. And I would like to think that if we've been serious about building our health for a good time, that we are really going to appreciate those benefits far more as we age. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what I want our listeners to hear is your story um, starting off with how you actually came to be employed at Herbs and More, because I think it's a wonderful story. Um, well, I just moved to this area a year ago, September, and um, the, uh, can I talk about the COVID thing? Um, the whole um, COVID situation um, <clears throat> kind of pushed me a little bit out of nursing um, 
because when you know too much, sometimes it can be hazardous to your health. <laughs> and um, anyway, I was uh, uh, had just ended a position that was not giving me enough work. And, and you've I, been a traveling nurse, is that I, I had done travel uh-huh. nursing and, for and a you, couple of years. Yeah, tell and, us about the other kinds of nursing so that people get an idea of your background. You've done cancer, you've done other kinds of Well, nursing. I um, actually, when I started into nursing, uh, I had actually been working with midwives. And one of the families that I had uh, assisted in catching babies eight and nine, the husband walks up to me one day and he, he says, the Lord told me to tell you that you're to go into nursing and um, I was like really so I applied and I told the Lord I said if you get me in the, the school I went to was in Panama City it only took 40 applicants twice a year so it was okay. very hard to get into the school so I said Lord if you get me in there the first try in the first group I said I, I, then I'm knowing it's you saying this through my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got in, and uh, my journey began in nursing. Um, I um, graduated with just, it's just an ADN, but it paid the bills. So. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I never focused on specific type of nursing until I got into critical care. And I did, the majority of my career, I did in critical care. Uh, and I and a lot of that was oncology, correct? With cancer? No, no, I never worked because okay. um, I yeah. must have misunderstood that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah, no, this was cardiac. Okay, so it was the heart-related okay. things, uh, and uh, I was fascinated by the heart and how quickly we can alter what our heart is doing just by lifestyle changes yes like number one don't smoke (laughs) number two don't drink soft drinks those are the worst thing you can do to your body absolutely um but anyway anyway as my career proceeded um i was uh, feeling like i wasn't there i wasn't uh doing what i needed to do what um, you were called to do, right? That I was called to you do. Were, it's like were, I was missing something. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. And right. it's very difficult to describe unless you've experienced mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay, uh, hang on just a moment, dear one. We're going to take a break, and then it's a quick break, and then we're going to come back to your story when we come back from the break. This is Allie Turner. I have with me Susan Gamble, who works at Herbs and More, and we'll be back in just a sec. Join us Friday nights at 10 on WKAC1080.com for Floating and Slope, an hour of Pink Floyd. Your host for an hour from the dark side of the moon is Floating and Slope every Friday night at 10 right here on WKAC 1080.com. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process 
www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com. 256-274-8530. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners now with three locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. This is an Alabama legacy moment. The 375,000 acres that make up the three ranger districts of Talladega National Forest were purchased by the federal government in 1936 as part of an effort to restore clear-cut timberlands and farmlands no longer capable of producing crops. The beautiful reserve includes the 102-mile Pinhody National Trail System and Alabama's highest and second-highest points, Mount Cheeha and Duggar Mountain. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I've been talking with my friend Susan Gamble. She's my new friend. She works at Herbs and More. And um, those of you who read Athens now know that Herbs and More uh, presents an article every edition about various aspects of health and how to build your health. And being healthy is something that is extremely important to me. So meeting Miss Susan and um, getting a chance to hear her story has been something that has been a joy to me. So before we went to the break, we were talking about the fact that first you were involved in midwifery, then you got training in nursing and and kind of concentrated in critical care but you had this feeling that something was missing so bring us up to speed from there okay um well i had begun um being a pro um natural everything Mm -hmm. when in my teens um natural foods organic uh, no pesticides mm-hmm. and supplementation with good supplements mm-hmm. t- because of the condition of our soil and uh, you know being depleted as it is these yep. days yep. Um, so supplements uh, bridge what our food cannot give us any longer unless you got your own garden and that you, you control right and let your land rest and yeah right exactly so, but the, the body is designed god created our bodies just so amazingly yes. uh, our immune system is undersold in this day in, uh, of society we have been kind of trying to think that that it's the pills from a doctor's office or a pharmacy that are going to keep us healthy mm-hmm. when it actually in fact is if you nurture and uh, baby your immune system, drink clean water, mm-hmm. no fluoride, clean water, and eat healthy, nutritious foods that are unadulterated, that immune system will be singing for joy. Yep. Other people will be getting sniffles and coughs, and you're sailing through it. Yep. Or if you start to get a little sick, you'll sail through it because your immune system is functioning as God created it to well, function. And what I tell people is 
you know what? If you give your body what it needs, Mm -hmm. it will fight for you. Oh, absolutely. If you give your body what it was not designed to take in, it will fight against you. It's it's really that simple. (laughs) And so if you insist on eating food-like substances as opposed to real food, your body is going to go, I don't think so, and it's going to not be your friend, and then you end up blaming your body when actually you were digging your grave with your own spoon. You know what? We all do it. You know, this is not meant as a, a judgment kind of thing. We all do it. Avoiding the siren song of high-class, highly manipulative advertising is no small task. But the more you learn, the more and the more you get comfortable with the fact that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, the more you're just able to kind of relax into it. And, you know, everybody understands we are not saying don't ever go to a doctor. Nobody's saying that. But what we are saying is take responsibility for your own health. And I know one of the things that I run into when when I talk with people about that is like, well, I'm at a doctor and there's all these fancy long names and, you know, but I am telling you, I am old enough to remember docs making house calls. Mm -hmm. And I am old enough to remember when there weren't ERs and people had a working knowledge of first aid and other kinds of things and a respect for the human body. And I think more than anything, that's what we're talking about here Mm -hmm. is reestablishing respect for the fact that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and give yourself what you need so that you can be your best self. And as one guy, there's a a, one a delightful fellow and he's got a wonderful sen- sense of humor and he goes okay nursing home cruise ship you pick and that's really that's really what it boils down to is do you want to live the kind of life you're going to pay one way or another you want to pay for your cruise or do you want to pay for the nursing home and so you've got to be the one that makes those choices step by step and step by step. And the other thing that is such good news in the new year is that your body, in addition to being fantastically designed, is also fantastically forgiving. Mm-hmm. And if you will begin to make friends with your body, with your health, and make changes, even if it's just one simple change at a time, your body is going to go, thank you! and really go to bat for you. Would you agree? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's my question for you. You came to this area, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead. We have not talked about this. So I'm just going to go ahead and hazard a guess because of what I've been experiencing. I believe that Athens, Alabama is going to be a portal for revival. And what I mean by that is this. Revival, true revival, is not something that you plan. It's not something that you put in your bulletin. It's not put something that you, you know, put... I'm not saying that you can't have special speakers come in. But when real revival hits, it's messy. Look at the history of revival and you'll mm-hmm. see that it's not tidy. It, you don't plan it. You don't start it. You can surely stop it if you quench the Holy Spirit. But Athens, Alabama, historically, is the site of one of the most powerful revivals in all of America in 1818. Okay, 
And I believe that there was much that was sown into that season of time and into this area, and that we will see some really remarkable things. So what I'm headed toward is this. What I have been experiencing over the last two years in particular is people who are coming to Athens, and they don't even really know why. They just know that God brought them, and I mean, and they're coming from all over. They're coming from the People's Republic of California. They're coming from the People's <laughs> Republic of Colorado. They're coming from north, south, east, and west, and they don't even have a clear reason as to why they are here. They just know that they're supposed to be here. Now, in Steve's and my case, we were dragged here kicking and screaming. I was not ever planning on living in Alabama, but I am glad forever that God dragged us here and he used health to get us here. Steve was desperately sick and he almost died. His liver was failing and we didn't know why. And he got sick when we were on the mission field in Mexico. We moved here. We had to change our lifestyle. That is what birthed the passion for health and healthy eating in me was because I almost lost my husband. And so we juiced. We did all kinds of herbal protocols, all kinds of things because nobody had any answers. People in standard medicine were doing their, their best, but nobody had any answers. And Steve was in bed for almost two years. This was not a fun time in our lives. So yeah, I've got a real reason, having nearly become a widow at a, a young age, I've got a real reason for wanting to take care of myself and for those in my sphere. So that's my part of the story that you didn't know. You got dragged here maybe kicking and screaming. So tell us about the day that you were at the library and boom, what happened? I, I had just um, ended a, a position that I wasn't getting enough work. So it, it was kind a of... A nursing position? A nursing position mm -hmm. that uh -huh. was, uh, it was like, oh, well. So um, I was going to the library because I am a uh, constant researcher. I... If I hear something on the news about thus or thus, I'm digging in and finding mm -hmm. out exactly for yourself, for myself. Yep. And uh, I've uh, one of the things I'd studied for all 35, 36 years was the effect of vaccines on the human body, mm -hmm. and, and that was prompted by what had happened to my daughter when she was three months old. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I was going to the library to see what kind of books they may have uh, for the education of the people in the area, because not all libraries have the controversial books that go, do an out, bigger outreach for helping people understand mm -hmm. the darker things of medicine. Um, and so I'm sitting in the parking lot, and the Lord says, no, don't park. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I can't drive around the parking lot. <laughs> and so he said, he said, go back to the road. And I, I go back to the where I'm. Uh, I guess I don't know what road it was that goes by the library, but the library um, is on Jefferson and Forest. Okay, basically. so maybe it was Forest. Yeah. I was on, but anyway, I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? And he's and I looked across the street and there was a health food store, and I said, am, what, there. He said, go there. I go there, and I walk in, and I'm met by the sweetest little lady named Abby, and um, she's listening to me. I was looking at the books they had on their shelves, and I was like, oh, you've got some good books in here. You got anything on, like, the current situation? And um, we started talking about our current situation, mm -hmm. 
And she said, wow, you're, you've gone down a little bit down the rabbit hole, haven't you? <laughs> and I told her, I said, you have no idea. I've been researching this since this came up. I've mm-hmm. been re- researching this for two, well, at that point, it was two years or a year and a half. We're going to uh, go ahead and go to a break. Okay. And then when we come back, you're going to finish up that story and then tell us what has been some of the best stuff that's happened since you started working at Herbs and More. This is Allie Turner. We'll be back in a jiff. Listen this basketball season as WKAC brings you action from the Athens High Golden Eagles. Join us for play-by-exciting play of varsity girls and boys games on our sports stream at WKAC1080.com. Tune in to WKAC and hear the replay each Saturday at noon, and then check it out on our website on demand. Athens High Golden Eagles basketball this season online at WKAC1080.com and on the air at 1080 WKAC. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. And we've been talking here in our wonderful padded room (laughs) with Susan Gamble, who is a nurse and who also works for Herbs and More and was, I think, brought by the Holy Spirit to our area to help folks, encourage folks, um, educate folks. So you walked in and you got yourself a job, right? Well, I was talking to Abby, and as I spoke, she's like, oh, you have really got to talk to Roy. Roy was speaking. And you do know that Roy has a, I mean, besides, Roy is real well known by this staff here at WKAC. Yeah, he's been in, he's been on in, has his own show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's been at it a long time. So everybody knows about Roy. Well, um. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the, the health. In fact, I'd never even noticed the health food store whenever I would ha- go downtown and mm-hmm. come back on that way. But anyway, um, uh, when I got to talk to Roy, I felt like we were finishing each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. And it was like kindred spirits, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I had mentioned in just a brief, as we were talking, I said that I um, didn't have a job. And then we're talking and talking and talking. And then he stops and he goes, did you say you don't have a job? I said, yes, I I don't have a job. He said, well, he said, we need someone. (laughs) And the rest, as they say, is history. So let me tell the folks what has happened with you looking out for me as a result of going into um, Herbs and More. Um, Most of you know that I have been battling Lyme disease for many years. And uh, as a result of taking care of myself and getting the right food and, and taking supplements, I, um, the only symptoms that I have are numbness in my fingers. That's it. I, I have not had the other kinds of craziness, fear, uh, the, the other symptoms that Lyme disease 
sufferers oftentimes have to contend with. And I also had COVID back in the summer. And what I knew from my own, because I, when Steve was sick, I had to do research too. Now, I didn't have the same medical background that you did, but I was literally thrown in the pool and had to, you know, told to swim basically. And that was, that was when I did my deep dive and we made huge changes in our life. Well, one of the things that Herbs and More has that I have decided to take advantage of every day, and you can pay for this, um, and if you do it on a daily basis, you're going to make yourself much better, is the infrared sauna machine. Mm-hmm. And infrared sauna is extremely good for you. It has been shown to help like few things do. And so Miss Susan turns on the box for me every day. And I go in and I finish my day and I'm telling you, it's making a difference. Susan, thank you for coming and being with us today. You guys, get yourself down to Herbs and More and meet this woman. She'll take good care of you. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.